0: Well, okay, we're about to kick off an all new issue of Geek in the City Radio, which comes to you free every single Tuesday. You can watch and stream us at YouTube. Just search up for Geek in the City. Facebook Live, of course, Geek in the City. But our preferred place is check us out over on twitch.tv forward slash Geek in the City. You can watch us live. You can engage in the chat. We try to respond as often as possible when people are live with us in the chat because that just makes it a lot of fun. If you're not able to catch us live every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time, well, the podcast goes up also free on Wednesdays, sometimes Thursdays, because, you know, life happens at times. As always, this show will always be free to you, the listener. All we ask is that you please share and give us five-star reviews on any of your podcast aggregate of choice or our Twitch channel, whatever is required. And, of course, please show our sponsors some love. Uh, they're the ones that keep us going. They have believed in us in a long time, just like you have. So, with all of that out of the way, here we go. We're going to kick off an all-new issue of Geek in the City Radio. Why, hello, and welcome to issue 725 of Geek in the City Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Aron Duran. I'm
1: one of your other hosts, Binarina.
2: And I am your other other host, Geek. Cable Hashitani Howdy! Hi! 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 Fifteen bucks, little
0: man. Put that shit in my hand. If the money doesn't show, then you owe me. Owe oh. me. Oh, my jungle love. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. I want to get to know you, know you. Ah. And then it cuts to the rest of the movie.
1: <laughs> good job.
0: That's it, man. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah, it, it was a good job. I have no idea what we just did. Oh, really? Yeah. It's Jay and Son the Bob Strike back. Uh,
1: it's just it's, really, it's just them like dicking around outside the, the convenience store, right? Mm. In the very in the beginning.
0: beginning, yeah, when it starts as kids, when they're like babies, and she's like, "What the fuck's the worst thing that could happen?" You stand outside of a fucking video store. Who's watching your kids? I don't know. The fat one's watching the skinny one, <laughs> and then it, and she's like, "What the fuck, fuck, man!" And then like a baby Jay is in his stroller, and he goes, "Fuck, <laughs> fuck." fuck, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, fuck. Mo- and then it starts in the movie. Mm. I see. But that came from a TikTok thing that was like, it was like millennials or whatever. What is a line for a movie you can quote verbatim and you don't know why? And it cuts to this girl, woman. She's just laying in bed, looks at the camera and goes, fuck, 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 fuck. Mother, 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 fuck, mother, fuck. noise, noise, noise." And she does the whole, and I found myself being able to do it exactly. Great. So I just called my sister. <laughs> and... <laughs> She just picked up, she's like, hey, brother. And I'm like, fuck. And I started doing it. And halfway through, she's like, motherfucker, motherfucker, noise, noise, noise.
2: <laughs> anyway, that's that's one of them. That's it right there. Mm, mm, mm. I think I've only seen uh, Jay and Silent Bob strike back once. I enjoy
0: it. But I am. I'm sure you do. I like Kevin Smith, even when he's whatever. People like, I don't know what people like that one.
1: You always say that, and like. Nobody cares. Like, I know. People either like him or they don't. And I think
0: oh, you know who gets mad are like real snobby comic book people, which I don't know why, because he's basically, without the problematic elements, he's basically like the new Stanley when it comes to like cheering comics as a media.
2: I don't believe that uh, anyone in this room identifies as snobby comic book people. That's true. All right, get I'm you.
1: barely a comic book people.
2: That's true. You read them. And you
0: work for two of the highest ones. That I mean, doesn't mean
1: comic book people. Not
0: the highest
2: ones, you know. I'm I mean.
1: comic book people adjacent.
2: Mm. Yeah. Administrative. I wonder if,
0: it's so weird. What? Your mic always says ask to unmute, but I know people can hear you and you're you know, I don't know.
1: I just I just responded stay muted.
2: Yeah. It, all right
1: just ignore it
2: stay muted stay muted that's right stay muted kids
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm I want to crack one of these open
1: yeah crack those babies open
0: Um, and we're going to talk about what we did over the weekend which was a lot of drinking which is why these are NAs
1: yeah I figured Cable did you want yes please I figured Na was probably the right
2: choice.
1: Also
0: these are delicious. They are delicious. Nah, We're gonna party it up like a couple of Mormon missionaries up in here. Nah, nah, nah,
1: nah. Whoop. Do you do you think that Mormon people enjoy non-alcoholic beers and, and such? As or? I was
0: taught they cannot, there is still trace alcohol in it. But not enough for it to matter, but enough for them.
1: I mean like this one says zero point zero percent.
2: I don't think we want to go down the rabbit hole of what do Mormons enjoy. Just for the hell of it, unmute
0: your mic. Whatever it says on Zoom.
1: Okay. Now what?
0: Well, now it's echoey. Yeah. That's why she mutes her mic. But how come you don't have to mute your mic?
1: (laughs) Wait. um...
2: This happened last time. Only last time, it was my mic and not her mic. I know. Who knows?
1: All right, my computer is also muted.
2: Okay, now unmute your mic. I
1: don't know why I'm doing that again. All
2: right, mute it, doesn't matter, whatever. I know why. Hmm. It's because you're using a camera. That that camera has a a separate mic. Yes. Uh, Okay, I don't know how to turn that off. You you can't. But that's why you have to, that's why you're muted. That's why, okay. Well, then people just, when they hear it live, they're hearing it through these
0: mics, but on the podcast, they hear it through your mic. Because it's on the this. Yarp. I'll I, tell you later.
1: I don't see why anyone would hear anything besides my that mic know, is XLR. Muted.
0: That mic is muted.
1: This mic. How is this mic Because
0: muted? your the your camera with its microphone is overriding the coding on Zoom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's, yeah.
1: But my Zoom is muted. <clears throat> my, my computer yeah. s- stuff is muted and my Zoom is muted. <laughs>
2: Yes, but when you hit unmute, then it tells the same thing. Oh well, we we all get to use the thing again. Yeah.
1: Okay. Right. It doesn't matter. I don't care.
2: Uh, Kentucky Kyle one. is a Mormon. He says we
0: can ask him. Uh, uh, tell Kyle, us, Kentucky Kyle. Can Mormons have like like the modern NA beers where it's like they brew it normally and then they remove the alcohol? Because I have known Mormons that won't even cook with it. Even though you cook it out, mm. I have known Mormons that they're, they're like, "Nope, even that's too much." Um, so there you go. I, there it is. Um, summer related. Have you guys seen the Na White Claw? What's the point, man? It, it's
1: soda water. It's the, seltzer.
0: Can you what? imagine the cojones on that board meeting? Some marketing guys like y'all. NAs are becoming a trend. What if? Hear me out. N a white claw and someone's like that's just seltzer water and he's like you shut your whore mouth, Gail. I don't know why that came knocked out of my head.
1: Uh, Kyle says there are many things with alcohol. Vanilla extract has vodka. Uh, arguably, vanilla extract is vodka, um, mm-hmm. but you just use a very tiny amount of vanilla extract. Yeah, vanilla. Um, but but the question is. Uh, and and Kyle is saying uh, they cook with beer,
3: right? What, I,
1: I, uh, we're looking for like what is the prevailing uh, law? more what is the prevailing Mormon it, scripture around?
0: I don't know. I would assume it depends on how orthodox you are,
1: right?
0: Like, are you you know are you like a? I'll drink you know Coca Cola, mm-hmm. and I can coffee. gamble. No, they don't. Still drink coffee. Like I knew, <laughs> I knew a Mormon. Even though gambling is against the the rules, he figured out that that should be legal because if Mormons are allowed to play the stock market, which is still just essentially gambling, but with smart people telling you what gambling picks to make, sure you should be allowed to gamble.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm.
0: Oh, this was never alcohol.
2: Uh,
1: which, again, uh, it's 0.0. 0. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's how you can tell the kind that's yeah. been, like, dealcoholized. alcoholized yeah. uh, I think is what they call it now. Okay. Versus, yes. like, N- Nat uses it.
3: Nat, well, he did.
0: Nat has
1: totally said dealcoholized. alcoholized And it's he's de- a professional, so.
0: It is called
2: dealcoholized. I know. It is. Words are made up. Yep. Yep. All words are made up. Uh, yeah, I... I I'm trying to rack my brain about things that I remember from growing up in Ontario and so, um, socializing with a lot of Mormons. It's Susanville, same thing. Um, but then I realized, oh, most of the ones I socialized with, I got in trouble. You got wait,
0: you got in trouble. I got them in trouble. Oh, Is, got- are these more of tales of the Hashitani's in no. Eastern Oregon and all the just all the stuff your family got into?
2: We didn't get into a lot. Yeah, but
1: it's you Not say... that much. I feel like well, you're even, really. Like, well, no, even when he talks bigger
0: bigger about
2: his it. grandma. I, I, She's just been on my mind a lot lately. I know, but when you mentioned, like, you know, that nobody messed with her. Nobody did. No, but. But I mean, she was like a <laughs> four foot ten old Japanese lady. Yeah, that's true. You don't mess with that. And, you know. She came from a family of ten kids, only, only one of them didn't uh, survive childhood uh, that was uh that would have been my great uncle akira is it akira yeah <laughs> did
0: it? never mind I, I i don't know what he died from but he i died know my brain went life. right to the to the anime and I was like that's about a poor taste yeah, today. no, no.
2: <laughs> although i thought the same thing okay good um <laughs> did yeah, you go I down find finding that, psychic demons i didn't anything? find that out until i was an adult that I'm like, wait, we had a, a ne- there, you had another brother. It's like, mm. oh yeah, he died when he was like nine or ten. Oh, Kyle says N A O K, okay. N A equals O okay. K. Okay. The prophet allows it.
1: Cool.
0: There it is. There you go. There's one of
2: life's mysteries solved. I I think. What it, next? It really depends on how you're right. It does does depend on how orthodox the family is. Because there are some Mormons that have a very loose interpretation mm-hmm. of the Book of Mormon, mm-hmm. and then there are others that have a very stringent. And, and then interpretation. there's the under a banner under the banner of heaven crowd. Yeah, I know about oh, oh man, the book's
0: amazing. The movie, with the miniseries, Andrew Garfield's really good too. Mm. Again, I grew up in a town that was like half the town is Mormon, so yep. I'm like fascinated by so many aspects of it.
2: Yeah, it was predominantly Mormon or Catholic.
0: Uh, Susanville was Mormon, or then eventually what became Evangelical.
2: Yay! Yeah, yeah. One yeah. tiny
0: little Catholic church in, in Susanville. Not not much else. Pretty Catholic church, but just the one. But a real pretty one. Um,
2: yeah, I uh, I shot a student film in our Catholic church. Okay. I didn't know how that was going. <laughs> so you thought the same thing, didn't you? Because the way you said it, I shot a student film. <laughs> I shot a student film in the Catholic Church in Ontario. So, Was it a horror movie? No, it wasn't. Uh, although the, the two principal characters were myself and Satan. So, And then I had a conversation with God later on a golf course. Wait, was that a character or with God? the, the, the uh, I had a friend playing the character of God. Oh, okay,
0: because I know you're an atheist, but I didn't know maybe if you always weren't one, and maybe you had this conversation of like, you know what, I'm done believing. um so- no,
2: I think this i I am, have not always been an atheist. Uh, I was raised in a Christian church in my hometown um, and then in college started taking history courses mm-hmm. and went. Wait, wait, back up. Christianity stole what from everyone? <laughs> okay, let me read more and read more. I'm like, okay, so clearly this is all bullshit. Great. Um, and then I made a student film for my philosophy class about, like, I I died and then I the Grim Reaper showed up and I he took me to go meet the devil and then he took me to go meet God. And then I just kind of went, what well, is that? Um, we shot it on a three day weekend which happened to also be memorial day which is a really piss poor day to choose to shoot a student film about the afterlife and having the opening scene be me waking up on my grave in my (laughs) underwear when everyone else is there leaving flowers for their loved ones I have mentioned I was an asshole in my 20s, right?
0: I mean... (laughs) You probably didn't plan it that way, though. No, I didn't. It might have been like, oh, shit, it's Memorial Day, whoops-a-daisy.
2: I didn't plan it that way, but I also didn't think about it.
1: Right. Well, well, if you're not... uh, I don't know, if if that holiday isn't a big deal to you, then that's, that's, you know... Oh, I I forgot that this holiday that kind of conflicts with what I'm doing. No, the thing that makes you an asshole is that you still did it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you already had the equipment. I did You had to do it.
1: He could have changed the the setup.
0: Art waits for be, no one
1: to not be in your underwear at a at a uh, not a funeral. Uh, a, sorry,
2: graveyard. a graveyard.
1: Graveyard uh, when many other people are there to visit their deceased loved ones.
2: Laying on a on top of a grave
1: that is not your own.
2: No, but it was a member of my family because it did oh. say Hashitani at the top. Okay, time oh,
1: good work. Uh, that would be the most egregious thing. Is is, is I wasn't like,
2: laying on something that would have been rude. Yes, especially I, if
0: it had told people bringing the flowers, fuck off. That we're filming right now. You come back.
1: Um, and I mean, don't get me wrong there are way worse things that you can do besides this film shoot at a graveyard yep um
0: norm what? norm says if you're not an asshole in your 20s you're not living <laughs> yeah
1: Ooh, in that case i was really
0: living how you living what how you living what how
2: you living hi living gonna, what do you think <clears> is <throat> going to happen you're just staring do at you me. do
0: need graveyard shenanigans when you were a wee bean
2: no,
1: I grew up in Phoenix. I don't know where a graveyard even would be from like where I lived to you know, like
0: I guess I guess if you grew up in the desert, your whole backyard is a graveyard. That's the true. mafia would agree <laughs> yep.
1: um, but also, um, I was not a a goth or a film student or
2: that's it. they go hand in hand or really anything. yeah, I was not a film student. It was just that was. That was so I didn't have to write a paper for my philosophy class. Fair.
0: Yeah, I wasn't a. Yeah, I shot movies in high school, but they didn't. There was no film program in Lassen High. Mm. Um, There was. We kind of had an AV club, kind of, but not really. Mm -hmm. You just we formed one because it gave us a reason to be able to get away on sixth period and just. Draw our D&D maps for the weekend on the overhead projector. I mean, that yeah, is,
2: that's that tracks.
0: Yeah, and Ryan's parents owned an office supply store, and that was heaven. You're D&D nerds, and you have free access to every kind of office supply imaginable. Mm-hmm. Overhead projector, everything, various types of copy machines, the big, ones. the big ones. I could print entire blueprints of like you know, the yawning portal. Kentucky Kyle's
2: <laughs> kids were kicked out of a graveyard for playing Pokemon Go. <laughs>
0: I mean, you gotta catch them all.
2: Where where are you going to get the haunters, the Gengars, and the the Gastlys, if not in a <laughs> graveyard? I I find that uh, I, I I salute your your kids' logic. That's fantastic. They they should.
1: I mean, if if people if you don't want kids playing in your graveyard, uh, take it up with the coders. Don't not bury not with the dead kids. people.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, I, I was like, don't have a cemetery. I mean. <laughs> don't have a
1: cemetery. Um, but also, what's the big deal? It's not like they're interacting with the environment, really. When you're playing Pokemon Go, you're
2: it, people get real fucking funny about graveyards. Like, uh, I was on a date in a graveyard, also mm-hmm. in college, and um, we were almost escorted out at gunpoint <laughs> by the police. What the shit? What graveyards? Were you, doing were you doing on this date? Having a picnic. I used to was have pickets in Great. I mean, kind of. No, I think Wait, was this we're in Ontario? By. Yeah, this was in Your Ontario. Your cops
0: might actually be bigger dicks than the Susanville
2: ones. Then, um, yeah, because the, like we watched the patrol car roll up to us. What we didn't see were the two patrolmen on foot that came in from the other direction, as if they were like they had got a full-on pincer maneuver, I'm trying to yep. flank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get advantage
0: on their attack. It's a good thing you weren't an acorn. I was. What? Oh, cable doesn't know this story. What town was it?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna guess somewhere in Florida. But uh, a police officer uh, just. I'm like, I'm trying to see you, but stay on mic. Sure, sure, sure. <clears throat> uh, a police officer just uh, turned in his resignation after he embarrassed the bejesus out of himself. He his dash cam. Recorded him um, flipping out and uh, like because he thought he was taking fire.
0: And he unloaded his gun, right?
1: Yeah, he unloaded. Um, What happened was an acorn fell and hit the roof of his car. And he mistook that noise for the sound of shots being fired. And so he said, Shots fired. And he like did like a roll maneuver and then shot at his car.
2: Um, two things one men get therapy and two I know I'm it's glass houses uh, uh, <laughs> two uh, just stop being cops just stop <laughs> fucking stop like all of you just quit just quit right now you're all bad at it <laughs> all of you
0: yeah but that thing going around is just like you know acorns everywhere it was coming right at me <laughs>
2: Shit. Mm-hmm. We may have been under an acorn tree. We could have got shot. <clears throat> wow. But yeah, no, I, I was... It was my first goth girl date.
0: But I so. used to have picnics in the graveyard all the time. Mm-hmm. Although I think with me, the town just knew like, oh, that's just the Duran kid. <laughs> of course he's in a fucking graveyard. Yeah. Why wouldn't he be with all his other theater goth nerds? Ironically, I would not get picked on dressed in black, listening to music, and even though underage, drinking wine and smoking cloves, than if the cop saw us playing D anD. d That wait yeah. play, playing D anD. d in the graveyard.
1: That's devil worship.
0: That would have gotten We're
2: hauling your ass away and calling your mom. It is devil worship. You're trying to summon the a good above. time. <laughs> We're having a ball.
1: Don't no i never stop. i never did any of that no. i i didn't do shit in high school as we all know and and, and then i went off to go we should be we, shot at
0: we should have a we should throw you a picnic in a cemetery
1: sure you're trying I to i mean run. we've been to cemeteries i <laughs> we you know we, we used to go on walks and that's
2: it you're gonna turn 40 we, we just went to a cemetery last year
1: last
0: year oh
2: right yeah Bruce Lee. We went to go visit Bruce right. Lee's grave and But, that, Lee's but grave. that
1: was more of a celebrity pop culture thing. Yeah, also, that's, it, that that graveyard's too
2: bright. It's, it's also trees. fucking massive. Yeah, that too.
1: We also went in the summer.
0: We
2: went in May. We went in May. It
1: was spring. Okay, Going fine. In May. Um, Late spring. No, but we've we've driven like across Oregon to go dink around in a cemetery. You don't what? remember?
0: Oh, on our, our one of our spooky road yeah, trips. Yeah, we
1: took a spooky road trip. Oh yeah, we tried to, to we tried to, to, a, to contact the
0: woman that was burned to be a witch out in,
1: was that a town in Oregon? I don't remember, but I know there was a really nice uh, distillery on the way back.
0: Yes, yes, there was, <laughs> and we had
2: samples. That's right, because you, the two of you were like. Yeah, we went out there. We looked for ghosts. We found white supremacists and we left. Oh, no, no, that, no was the ghost that, that was a different... Uh, uh, that
1: was a That was a Spooky ghost... They weren't
2: white road supremacists. Road well, they might have been. They were
0: definitely meth cookers. Okay. Right. But they could yeah. have been both. That and likely was, were.
1: Uh, no, I'm not going to remember the name. It's something with an S-H.
0: Well, was there's... An- Shinaid- what is it? The Old West Town. Shinaiko, Shinedo...
1: Oh, so close.
0: Sh- Shadopo, Shaduku. We're not
1: doing this again because we absolutely Shadoku. had this conversation on air, and I spent like fifteen <laughs> minutes uh, cross referencing my calendar and my Google like Google Maps timeline to find it. Shaniko.
0: Shaniko, that's it right yes. there because uh, you can basically rent that town to film movies in.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was for ghost towns. Okay.
0: Uh, was it you, me, Katrina, and Jimmy?
1: Um. Yes,
0: yeah. for, Ida for couldn't make one. it. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Long Guns? Jimmy? Yeah, no, Jimmy wanted to go.
1: But then it was you, me, Ida, and Katrina for the the cemetery slash yes. distillery. Yes.
0: Oh yeah, because we brought some EVPs and stuff mm-hmm. like that for the one out in the other direction of Oregon. Yeah. Mm. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Norm, I will totally build a playlist that would have been Aaron Duran drinks wine and smokes cloves. I mean, you know.
1: You say that as though you don't already have one that fits that bill. So
0: here's the thing. I got rid of Spotify because of the way they fuck over artists. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to build that playlist on YouTube music, which I subscribe to, which I mentioned before the show, is is dog shit at searching and building your own playlists. Mm -hmm. And I love Tidal, but their library is dog shit. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, you know. Stuck between a rock and a—that's dog shit. <laughs>
2: yeah, they, we're we're rapidly approaching the days of like, well, gotta get all, all my CDs and, dude, fire up iTunes again. Mm-hmm.
1: Which really fucking sucks because I got rid of all my CDs.
0: I just thought, oh, did you post this? This person is like, they need to have a feature on like Twitter. That on your main Twitter page allows you to post like your top five favorite songs, and someone's like, "This motherfucker just in." <laughs> it was something like you were not alive during MySpace.
1: Yeah, no, yep. um, that that's gone. That's been going around for a while. Um, it's just all oh, the kids mm-hmm. who who weren't around for the pre- Facebook or you know, any of those. I remember one that was called Catch Twenty Two and what was that it was this it was a social media thing that was like it was after myspace but like i guess before facebook and the whole premise was you were supposed to have like 22 friends and like you collected them like cards like baseball cards and so your profile was a card and you were supposed to have different bits of information it's really quite dumb
0: i can't even find it
1: well it was it it was very short-lived But like Like, a history of it you know uh, what i mean yeah i don't know or maybe it was Catch Twenty One. No, it's that's Twenty Two, right? the The but concept yeah. The concept is called Catch yeah. Twenty Two. So I'm pretty sure that's that's what it was. I would be amazed if anyone else uh, that like is in my circles now. I've never heard, heard of heard that of one. Nope. Yeah,
0: because I had well, there was Tribal. I remember Tribal. Mm-hmm. Or no tribe.
2: I do remember that eventually that, I became know.
0: just the group for Burners. Mm. So I left Tribe <laughs> yes. really fucking fast. <laughs> uh, I had a couple hookups through Tribe, though. That was cool. <laughs> but, you know, but yeah. Um, yeah, in MySpace, there was... There were a few. Um, I kind of missed the purity of MySpace. Although I'm sure it would have been turned into shit, too. Yes. Um. But that was when your top... Was it five? six.
1: Oh, so that was a, that was a part of it. Is like they were always coming up with different gimmicks.
0: You
2: had to and curate that top. It was f- your
1: top five, no top eight. Top eight? Yeah. I remember,
2: it was it a was grid. A lot. So, I mean, to be fair, MySpace does still exist. Mm-hmm.
1: If MySpace still exists,
0: it's more of like a, it's for like music and stuff. Because yeah. didn't fucking um
1: there we go, Justin Timberlake
2: eight. buy it? I don't know about it. Really? Part of the People slash Entertainment Weekly network.
1: So does that mean regular people's accounts don't exist anymore?
2: I don't know. We should. I'm going to start a show page on my. Screen. There, <laughs> there's only one way to find out, and that would be to try to log in using your old. Let's all try it right now.
1: Here's the thing: is I. Uh, no, I probably know what email address uses but i don't have that email address anymore it, i have forwarding maybe
0: holy you know what i, I think know. i got drunk a few months ago and i was like i wonder if i still have a myspace and i do because i updated my bio <laughs> but the last thing i did was a reading of uh clyde as santa santa porn way on the emerson days so there you go oh but i have messages Go ahead. I'm just crazy.
2: Just checking, now, my, MyS- now you're just checking, just checking my myspace. Just checking my MySpace inbox. Okay. Staying cool. 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 staying on it, man. So this has been probably one of the longer uh, cold opens that we've done. Well, we don't have anything <laughs> else planned. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a, we have a few things planned. We do. That's uh, true. Like we wanted to hear about your trip to the dark arts. This is an <clears throat> annual trip for the two of you. Yes, yeah, the darkest of arts. Um, we've got some presents for the for birthday boy for birthday, birthday boy. boy that's me since we're not going to be here next week yeah i'll
0: be on the happiest place on earth for me oh mm-hmm. disneyland yes what were you thinking nope
1: <laughs> well now i need well, now know. i need to
0: know what you think
1: <laughs> strip club
0: no no they're fun, but in the end they're just they're just vessels of sadness that take your money.
2: Wow. Um, I still like them.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm just saying.
2: That's also uh, They're
0: still not that for me either. They No, actually they're not. I end up I don't go very often anymore. But I, it's just going to sound so creepy when I say it this way, and it's not creepy. Okay. I end up talking to them and we end up hanging out like at the bar. They don't ask for like, hey, do you want a little left? they we just end up talking. When you say they... The 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 performers. Okay. The dancers. There's always one or two I click with. It's usually because I recognize, like, a deep nerd tattoo on them. I'm like, oh. That's because they're just people.
2: No, I know. They're just people. Like the
0: one that had Vulcan script on her spine. We became buddies for years before she moved away and went to school. More school. She's the one that had a little, a little nub of a tail. Her hippie parents didn't remove it. She could move it a little. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, let's take a quick break.
0: <laughs> where, where are we breaking?
1: Because I have to pee.
0: Oh, well, that's fine. Well, Cable, I'll keep talking. Uh, yeah, good pee. <laughs> now, uh, we promised her we would not talk about her
2: when she oh, does this. I've, I've never made such a promise. <laughs> when have I ever made any promise
0: like that? Uh, okay, but what's your ha- What's your place? My happy place? Yeah, it's even better not to tell me while she's going to the bathroom, because <laughs> then I'll know, um, and I'll
2: know something. I, I would say that mine would be, uh, like, a Legoland, or, you know, oh, the okay. Lego house in Billund. Um,
0: right, I thought it would be way more salacious, but that's also good.
2: I mean, granted, I I don't know of, like, you know, a 15-year-old me would have said the Playboy Mansion, but, like... Mm, all of that is all of those things are just you know not not real
0: yeah that's um, true Um. I spent Ooh, but now I'm imagining a sexy party in the haunted mansion now that that would be great that would be really great yeah. that would be pretty fun
2: um, I spent uh, a fair amount of time again in my 20s uh, at strip clubs um, one or two yeah, in particular to the degree that I knew everybody there and I went in and they weren't. I basically went in and and I enjoyed, you know, it's like, yep, here's money. Lap dances. Let's Mm -hmm. go. Tip it on stage. But then it was also I'm working out comic book ideas. So I would just sit at a table and sketch and write and and draw. And that would always uh, end up in conversation of. There are naked women directly in front of you when you're sitting here drawing. And you're not drawing naked women. Right. (laughs) It's like, well, yeah. (laughs) No, I get it. It, So it was my office. I've since learned that I work best in a large, like, cafes, restaurants, strip clubs. If I sit there and bring work with me, I will just work. It's like a background white noise kind of. Yes, I, I think nowadays maybe it would be what people call co-working where there are people around But
0: not co-workers that'll bug you
2: Right, like you're just there and just having other people present makes you um, beholden to doing whatever it is that you're, you you yeah. set out to do That's hey, true, well, I used to do a lot of. Go ahead, go ahead
1: What you're describing is body doubling
2: Body doubling, thank you
0: Wait, what's that?
1: You don't know what body doubling is?
2: I only know it in the
0: movie reference in that you have a body double.
2: In Aaron's defense, this is also something that I've only learned about this year.
1: Oh, but here's the thing is it's really big for people with ADHD. So I...
0: Okay. I must do it, but I didn't know the term. Because, you Uh, know, I wrote two books on the horse brat. Like, that is still one of my preferred places to write. Right.
1: Uh, Body doubling uh, tends to be uh, one-on-one But uh, essentially, you just you need someone else around and for you to to get certain things done. Uh, They're not helping you necessarily. They're not. Maybe they could be doing their own thing, in which case, yeah, it's like co-working, not co-workers. Yes. But uh, it's.
2: I confuse co-working and body doubling a lot. Since they're, both of these are new to me as terms and concepts. I mean, they're similar. Even the working I'd heard of. I've done them.
1: Uh, no, no, no. They're similar because the other person could also be working on something. Mm-hmm. But uh, a big one is like, oh, my God, my house is super cluttered and messy and I, I need to just like hunker down and do that. Why don't you come over? Don't, you don't have to help me, but just just be here keep me company maybe like uh, certain things are physical busy work but your your mind and your you know your communicate communication uh assets <laughs> i don't know why words are so hard uh you know you can talk you can have snacks you can watch a thing
0: oh uh, i get that yeah. and yeah that's what i do then Mm-hmm. Like, like hey, early 20s, like, hey, well, I did spend a lot of time in strip clubs, and I would bring just notebooks mm-hmm. and, like, free associate ideas. And mine was Devil's Point. A lot of time at Devil's Point. Uh, mine... I mean, because I knew a lot of them, because by then I was already working on the radio, and I think by default, Emerson's show was, like, heavy nerdy, and I don't know if it's different, but... Almost every stripper I know were also hella nerds, so they already knew the show. Oh yeah, you know, so it was like, yeah, it was just this thing.
2: Mine was a place that is no longer in business, a place called Jiggles, that was also a <laughs> juice bar, and it was. Let me dance for you. It was in. I know. I remember Jiggles. Yeah, it was in Tualatin. It was a juice bar. Yeah, yeah. between here and McMinnville, because I was. For the first year that I was here, I was also living in McMinnville, so I drove back and forth from work to home, work to home, work to home. So it I'm had like, a huge sign too on the on i5. Uh-huh.
0: Massive one. Yep. Looked like a giant pizza hut. The building. Yeah. Yeah. It probably could have been. Like a pizza hut had motherships. Yep. <laughs> um longtime friend, um, I'm sure she loves it. And I'm sure with her new job at OPB, she's so glad I'm bringing this. Well, half of them are all radio degenerates anyway. Radio people, even the classy ones. They all have their pe- We all have our past. Uh, see? Beck's just spit it. The Beck's, best wiggles are at jiggles. God damn it. Uh-oh. That's the... I remember Sarah had to cut a commercial. Some some other woman who worked at the radio station was, let me dance for you. And I think Sarah was the the best wiggles are at jiggles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Willamette
1: well, Week, a requiem for jiggles
0: oh yep um fun fact doesn't look anything
1: like a pizza hut though
0: oh well i don't know i didn't have exposure to pizza huts as a kid i didn't have them i didn't have none of this read a lot and you get free pizza garbage all we had was the last honest pizza you just read a lot i did read a lot (laughs) yeah ours was you got rodeo stickers
1: rodeos Digger. you
0: did you'd get little rodeo stamps if you read a lot and all that really got you was first in line during the last county fair to be some of the first ones to milk the new cows <laughs> or you got a head start on catching the greased pigs or you, or you got. A... <laughs> are you laughing because it's ridiculous but also because there's
2: like a hint of familiarity about this yes yeah both, both of these things yeah 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 like mm-hmm. yeah that that's that is life in a hick town Yep.
0: Yeah. And I got a certificate for milk and a cow. Because it, had, it, it, cause it was timed about how quickly you could fill a quart jar.
2: <laughs> oh, good with, Lord. With I didn't realize milk.
0: that. It's now an LA Fitness and a Red Robin.
1: So you didn't have a Pizza Hut in your town?
0: No. Now? Our only like, name brand pizza would have been Roundtable. Mm-hmm. For most of my childhood. Then we got a... Do you guys remember when it wasn't
2: Papa Murphy's? Yeah, it was Papa Aldo's.
0: See, for me, it was Murphy's, and I found out those two companies, in Susanville, yeah. it was Murphy's Pizza.
2: Oh, up here, it was Papa Aldo's.
0: I think they must have joined, and that became Papa yeah. Murphy's, yeah. Oh,
2: And
1: I'd never heard of either, I don't, I don't know either of those, but we didn't have Papa Murphy's until I was, like, in high school, so I, I, I just assume it was, like, it, it was new to the area. I don't remember there being, like, a, we are now called this situation.
0: Yeah. No, it was, like, 91, 92, in Susanville, where it became Papa Murphy's. Uh, mm -hmm. Papa Murphy, well, it was a big deal because it was very affordable. You could get like their XL Supreme or Cowboy Pizza, that was the popular one, Mm -hmm. Um, for like $5. Like, even now, it's pretty inexpensive. Yeah. Um, And also, uh, you could spend food stamps at Papa Murphy's because it wasn't prepared food.
1: That makes sense. Mm -hmm.
0: No, yeah, no, it totally makes sense.
1: Too bad the guy's a right wing nut job.
0: That's Papa John.
2: Yep.
1: Oh.
0: And yes, you're right.
2: But didn't he get fired from his own board? Because weren't they like... I I don't know. And I don't want to look it up.
0: I do, because otherwise I won't get to sleep tonight. Okay.
1: (laughs) And and for what it's worth, the Book It program didn't start until like 1984. So even if you had had a Pizza Hut, there wasn't a Book It yet.
0: Uh, How old do you think I am?
1: Aren't you like 10 years older than me?
0: Yeah. I was reading in 1984...
1: But Book It is for little kids.
0: I was Isn't a little it? kid in 1984.
1: You would have been 10.
0: No, 8.
1: Okay. Then never mind.
0: Uh, he did quit the chairman in 2018 because he got caught on the air using the N-word all the time.
1: Whoa. Uh
0: So his own board was like, yeah, you're out. Um. Yeah, I was in middle school when I was
2: in 1984
0: yeah. we had but yeah we had round table it was a big deal because this was a round table that had the party room you could reserve for birthdays and it was the only it was the only arcades in town it had it had a pinball it had a sit down one and then it had like four about every year so they bring in new ones mm. so that's why I first played Dragon's Lair
2: we had we had a Kentucky Fried Chicken we had a Pizza Hut we had a McDonald's we eventually had two McDonald's Whew. And we had a Wendy's. No. Nope. And a Taco Time.
0: No. Nope. The first fast food we got was a, like fat. Well, okay. All right, like okay. So the first like national one we got was Burger King. Mm. Um, like the one before that, it's the one that you know eventually Papa Murphy's moved into. Is we had an Arctic Circle.
1: Yeah. <sighs> a what?
0: Arctic Circle. <laughs> Call back to Mormons, man. Because I think that's theirs is it i think so
1: kyle is it
0: um i think it is yeah kyle let us know but i do believe arctic circle is a i know it's from utah but i think it's owned by like a prominent yeah yeah utah yeah they make the best fry sauce in the world yeah they do yeah they do uh you can only buy it in their restaurants if you absolutely can prove that you cannot get access to one Then they will sell it to you online. But even then, you have to email them your address, and they verify that there's no Arctic Circle within 500 miles of you. Then they will invoice you. You pay the invoice, and they will mail you a jar of fry sauce. They're very protective of their fry sauce. Wow. It's delicious. There's one out in um, Newburgh. Yeah, I was going to say...
2: There's another one
0: at the coast. There is. Newburgh and the one at the coast. The one that has the... um, the restaurant that they keep rebuilding, and now I think it's just called Sambos.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not going to talk about that restaurant on air. No. Not without doing some planning, research, and prefacing that we're going to talk about Sambos as part of an entire show where we're going to get nerdy about the history of the coast. Yes. Oh, man. Wait a minute. How many times have you eaten there? Me? Yeah. Uh,
0: I think twice. Okay. Yeah.
2: I, I haven't eaten there as an adult, but I've been, eaten, I've been there at least two or three times as a kid. So the first time I ate there as an adult, I was utterly oblivious to the
0: story. Because by then, it was a tiger. And I really thought it was just a restaurant based on the Jungle Book.
2: Uh huh.
0: I had no idea. Uh huh. Once I was a much older adult and knew about it, it was during Becca and Nate's fucking reception on the coast, and it was the only restaurant that was open. And I was so hungover, I didn't. You know what? I tried to be good, but like, I had to get food in me. Yep, I had to. Um. Wait, Kyle, are you saying there's no? 82nd and foster there's not one i don't i i go there all the time maybe there used to be one there <clears throat> there was there that makes sense right there okay. yeah i bet you would that's now that weird combo uh A&W and kfc a bit anyway we used to have one and it was really successful because right the Red cross street from the high school and last night has an open campus for lunch regardless of your grade mm-hmm. uh, but the owner snorted it all the way
2: so much cocaine.
0: Good for him. Well, it did ruin his family.
2: So, speaking of the <laughs> speaking of the coast, how was oh. Dark Arts this year?
0: You start.
1: Surprisingly mid.
0: Thank you. I didn't want to be like the Debbie Downer and be like, we've well, just oh. been in a bad mood lately, O'Rone, but yeah.
1: No, no. And I mean, like, I don't.
2: So, let, let's start at the King, beginning. What exactly is Dark Arts?
1: <laughs> all right. So, Fort George in Astoria, Oregon, every year puts on a festival of stout beers.
0: And only uh, stouts.
1: Only stouts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they bring in beers from breweries all around the region. Not the country, right? Just the region. No,
0: the country. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I mean, breweries want to be a part of it. Yeah.
1: Right. Um, and... It's a pretty big deal uh in our social circle. It's we it, you know it's basically an annual p- pilgrimage that we take. We usually spend a couple days out there and that way we're you know spending some time in town too and uh and it's usually amazing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They usually have like upwards of a hundred different beers on tap and and it's kind of expensive, but it's usually pretty worth it because they, these breweries roll, roll out some really unique, um, really delicious uh, beers. And some of them are a pretty small batch. You won't see them again.
0: Yeah, some are made just for this event.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And, <clears throat> and it's more than
0: that. It's artists and performers and mm-hmm. bands. Um I used to joke before it became terribly problematic. I used to like shorthand it be like, imagine if House Slytherin through a beer festival.
1: Ha. Huh.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, it's, it's right there in the name. Visually, da- I guess. Dark arts. Yeah. Um, but this year, I was really underwhelmed. And I'm not saying like it was bad. But... I didn't have any beers where I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing.
0: I had a couple.
1: I've, that were amazing?
0: I was really impressed by that. I don't remember what brewery it was. I'll have to look it up. But the uh, the stout that was brewed on uh, Ube.
1: That one was good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't amazing to me. I guess
0: compared to everything else we tried.
1: Sure. No. It definitely uh, stood if, out. If you're grading on a curve, uh, I, I, which I only believe I'm using correctly, uh, then sure. Yeah uh you know things uh, like the ube beer those would get an a and everyone else gets like a c minus d average
2: um Whoa, that's not a good average
1: no 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 i'm being what on the curve right if someone's the best then uh someone else is the worst everything was largely fine
0: yeah there were a couple you and i were like this is actually bland
1: Yeah, let me pull up the list and uh, that will help me sort of think through it.
0: And it was also like, it's always a busy event to me at least. And maybe it's because I was, I am going through more shit. So my brain didn't prepare. Like if I go to a big event that's crowded and I know I'm going to it, I have to like tell my brain like, okay, you're going to get overwhelmed, but we're ready for this. We've prepped for it and this past you know because of various obvious things that i've now talked about like my brain is constantly overwhelmed right now sure emotionally i'm forever overwhelmed it's getting better but so my brain didn't cope very well with the crowds at dark arts but it also felt more crowded to me than it had until i'd remember there was that 2017 or 2018 Mm -hmm. where it was ungodly packed, and even they admitted we sold too many tickets
1: right how many
0: years has it been going on and how many years have you gone I'm going on at least a decade, not counting COVID when they didn't
1: do it. Um, I want to say I've gone every year uh, since 2015.
0: And I went, yeah, like the first, the year I went first was the year before you went,
1: right? And so obviously there wasn't one in 20, no, there wasn't one in 2021 uh, because it happens in February or
0: 22. 22 right? was Dark Arts Month. They spread it out through a month.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Yeah. Last year was um, the first back.
1: Oh, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't so see anything bef- in my emails before 2018.
0: Well, for a while there, we used to just buy the tickets at once. Emery would pay us back. Hmm.
1: I don't think I ever did that.
0: Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter.
3: But the point is, we've a been while. going
1: We've been going for a number of years. And, and yes, um... They I mean they they always sell out uh pretty quickly mm-hmm. uh the 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 speed at which that happens definitely gets smaller every year and the last couple years the tickets you know sold out in the first hour or so um how and and like you mentioned this a couple times and and yes but no <laughs> uh it used to be that you would you could get, uh, I guess, VIP tickets that let you in at 12. Or you can get, uh, you can get general admission tickets that get you in at 6 p.m. And the festival ends at 10. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and because so many of the beers are smaller batch, uh, and especially if they're really interesting, they will sell out. Uh, before even six o'clock yeah anyway uh and at some point at least last year but maybe longer ago than that they changed the ticket formatting and now the 12 o'clock tickets are called general admission and the six o'clock tickets are called twilight which is that is definitely more than a year. Passed because I I remember that. Okay, from and I
0: don't remember early. that, but yeah. <clears throat> um.
1: And, uh, so, as yeah, so that's been going for at least a year. The the naming structure of of the tickets, um. But also. The the number of tickets that are sold definitely has been going up, and so prior to the pandemic. It was definitely a lot a lot of people like I remember you could barely move around and if you were in an indoor space uh you're like in the way no matter where you are like you can't even hardly enjoy the beer with your friends inside the building
3: mm-hmm. whereas
1: mm-hmm. you know a couple years earlier I remember being in the tap room yeah which is the smallest building or the smallest room In any of the buildings that they use, it's a super tiny little space. But I remember like hanging out and like being able to have a conversation with the people I was with in that tiny room.
0: Sure.
1: So it's it's a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Uh, More tickets are being sold, and also it's not there isn't a more, for lack of a better way of putting it, there's not a more exclusive or like higher echelon. Versus regular, there's regular and then worse.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's it. And the prices keep going up. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I want to say that the ticket prices were, you know, like roughly 60-ish bucks for a long time.
0: And then they hit about 75, then they hit 80, and they're almost 100 last time. It was like $95 and some change.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Which, again, if that meant less people during, like, quote, VIP entrance, so that... And it's not because you're in a big hurry to get drunk. I feel like if you were someone who paid VIP, it's because you know there are some beers there that are going to be gone in like two hours. And not because they're high alcohol, It's just they didn't make a lot of it because it's got a fuck ton of rare ingredients or hard sure. to get ingredients. And you legit want to sample those things and write notes and talk to your friends about it and enjoy the moment. And this year felt like the first year in a long time where people were there just to get hammered.
2: Oh.
1: Oh. That's
0: no fun. At least for me.
1: I didn't really experience that. uh, But I also... um, I don't know. I I don't really feel like I was paying attention to everyone else.
0: That's fine. I mean, I get it. it. I don't know how that... I still want to keep going. But weirdly, like, my excitement is not the way it used to be. And I think maybe part of it is it feel like a lot of breweries are just phoning it in now.
1: Yeah, The number of people is, I guess, secondary to me in terms of like, oh, is it worth going to this anymore? But the fact that um, the selection was so underwhelming and considering how much it costs to get in. Mm -hmm. And now also you're going to let this many people in at once. Uh, and it's it makes it really hard to like communicate.
0: Uh, yeah, they moved get around. They moved one of the stages outside. There was always an outside stage, but it was usually for like fire dancers or some of the aerialists and stuff like that. And now it's a full-on musical stage. It used to be if you were in their upstairs pub, it was going to be loud. It was loud. Bands played up there. Sure. And it was always understood that the price you paid for going outside where it was sometimes cold and raining is that you could hear each other. Mm-hmm. That was completely gone. I was shouting everywhere
3: mm-hmm. unless
0: I was like out in the street by like the other end of, of Fort George.
1: Um, what I will say is like I took a little break <laughs> partway through the through the festival and then mm-hmm. I came back a little bit later And then I ended up staying until almost full on closing Mm -hmm. time, which is 10. Um, And I was actually really surprised that and it it does start to thin out towards the end of the night because people have been slamming stout, you know, 14 (laughs) percent beers all day long.
0: They might only be three ounce pours, but when you've had your 12th one. Mm hmm. Those well, numbers add up. You know? Yeah, it does. Well and
1: again, like the people who are really into like high ABV beers or just get it, you know, like, just going to a beer festival for getting drunk is like those people get their beer and get in the next line that they're going to get into immediately. And so they're like slamming what you know, whatever if any is left of their sample pour at you know, before handing it over for a refill, essentially. So yeah, people people start to thin out mm-hmm. relatively early, um, but uh, there there's this building across the street that they call the Ruins. It's a really really cool space, cool
0: space, yeah. Um,
1: and that is where they had their last uh, big performance of the night. Is uh, Red Fang, mm-hmm. which is a band that uh, I was not familiar with. I didn't really, I didn't know that they'd been around for so long, uh, but. We were about to leave. I was with Chris and Sarah, our friends, uh, and we were about to leave because we were more or less out of tokens and there's really not much left. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most lines had like one or two beers left in them. And if it's not even when you want, then what's the point? But I was like, oh, there's a bunch of flashing lights in, in the ruins. Let's let's wander in there on our way out. And it turned out to be Red Fang. And we were able to get in. And then a few minutes after having been inside, uh, people were leaving, and so that meant that the, the the crowd of people still inside were able to just sort of shift forward. Mm, okay, um, and that's not something that I would expect. Is like they, I, they're not headliners per se because that's not really how the festival works. Sure, but you know, knowing yeah. now that they're kind of a big deal band,
0: yeah. I mean, knowing the hierarchy of how scheduling goes, they they would be the musical headliner, right, at this event. Uh,
1: and so that was. Pretty freaking cool to get to get inside uh, one of the smaller quote unquote venues of mm-hmm. the events and and see this band and uh, and and also still be able to go get a beer and yeah. wander around. Uh, so and Red
0: cool. Fang is Red Fang's fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I really enjoyed that. Top
0: top five rock shows I've ever been to in Portland. One of them was Red Fang. They hmm. fucking broke me. Like five hour show. I had three beers, but I was wrecked the next day from just. You just keep moving. So much fun. But my body was like, whoa, whoa, whoa son.
1: <laughs> all of my belongings were in my uh, rain jacket coat pockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, oh my God, I wish I didn't have all this stuff. I wish I-. Well, no, there probably wasn't a mosh pit up in the front, but it was that kind of energy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's generally a little pit that forms
1: mm-hmm.
0: with people the same age as Red Fang.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the aging metalhead, aging dirtbag metalheads. Yeah, you know, you know that type. You know, I do. I probably know some of that type by name. Absolutely. Um. I mean, I am gonna go again, but I won't. And maybe this year, I was putting a lot of weight on it because of all the shit I'm going through. I was like, I need this. 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 And when it wasn't everything, I,
1: Mm.
0: I guess, wanted, I found myself being like, "Eh, whatever.
1: Um i did not have that same expectation mm-hmm. that you did it was just another another year of parts right. arts for me and i i was also underwhelmed so i don't know
2: from what it sounds like that you've had before and what they what happened this year it does sound like they are moving towards being something that's less specialized and more generalized because they want a larger crowd i got that vibe which means they also want it's not that they probably want more money but in order to pay for the infrastructure to that astoria has to take on for that amount of time right where they go from being a small town to a very big town to a small town again mm-hmm. that i'm sure i'm sure that's I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that's where a lot of the money is going. It, yeah, I mean, Astoria has a
0: love-hate with Dark Arts. I know from talking to merchants there, like some are like, uh, Dark Arts is in town. It means more people to be a pain in the butt. Other ones are like, oh, Dark Arts is what gets me through the winter. Right. There's enough people that it covers. Yep. Um, you know what, when you said that, Cable, what pops in my head the most? Dark Arts is going through the phase, I feel like, that Stumptown went through in its final years and that everyone complained that it wasn't big enough, it was too niche, it was too curated, not enough people got to attend or submit their work. So we went, okay, we'll move we'll move to the convention center, we'll let more people in, we'll sell a few more tickets and it's you sons of bitches you sold out. I feel like Fort George is at that with Darkouts right now where they're getting like I couldn't go, I couldn't go, I couldn't get my brewery there and they're like, "All right, we'll grow."
1: Um it's hard for me to really uh opine on this because I'm not really clear. I don't think Astoria has like I think you could call it a, a bit of a tourist town now mm. but i'm I'm guessing that that hasn't been true for very long and I'm sure that there are a, a number of people who would be reluctant to uh, to be classified as a tourist town
0: yeah i'd say within the last 20 years astoria has gone through i mean it's
2: always going to be a shipping town it just it just is Mm -hmm. but yeah it has always been a vacation destination for oregonians Mm -hmm. okay as are almost all coastal cities so they're pick a coastal city and it is some oregonians favorite period yeah sure I love Astoria still. I
0: still have dreams of doing something there that is semi-permanent. Whether that mean, doesn't mean I leave Portland, but every time I go there, I'm like, man, it'd be cool to have a little insert whatever, retire. Um, maybe. But even then, I'd have to do something. I'm like, now I'm going to open a haunted pirate bar. <laughs> uh,
1: oh, also, I don't really think of Astoria as a coastal town because uh, it's not, they don't really have a beach beach, do they?
2: No. Neither does Oregon. Um, <laughs> Seaside does. Yeah. Mm.
1: No, but no, but it's different, right? There's <laughs> but it's
0: no lounging in your two-piece, uh, taken uh, in Rock the rays.
1: <laughs> and there's no
0: beach
2: on Oregon that's, that's that. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: no, I can go to Rockaway Beach Town and walk up to the ocean. Sure. But in Astoria, there's. It's you know, it's it's where the river meets. The ocean and there isn't really like a i don't as far as i can tell uh there isn't really a place where people like can hang out in the dirt that meets the water is no, there
2: you're no you are correct um however the it doesn't it, it's still on the coast of oregon it is still par- part of the coast sure um uh I think there are towns on the east coast that are coastal towns that I would also liken to Astoria. Mm. Where it's like, yeah, we're not really on the coast, but sure, you can see it from there. Yeah. Um, Oregon's very much a northeastern coast, like Maine. Yeah. Um, He says never having been Maine, but I've seen pictures.
1: (laughs) I wasn't going to say anything.
2: I do think that part of what has made Astoria stand out has been the Goonies. And because Mm -hmm. of the Goonies, Mm -hmm. and because there was a generation of kids that grew up on that, that then became adults who could travel and spend money, that's what created... Mm -hmm. That's what turned Astoria from being a coastal beach... or a coastal destination for locals to... A destin- a vacation destination. Hmm. Yeah, and you can see that they have made changes within that town. Part of it is infrastructure because they just needed it. Because also, Portlanders just retire to the coast.
1: Also, that.
2: Yeah, that's true. It's like, well, yeah. uh, I've sold the house and I'm moving down to Seaside and I'm gonna live in a bunker. It's like, okay, <laughs> great. Yeah. That sounds that that's what every Portlander does: buying a condo at Rockaway sure yeah and
1: there's i mean yes there are touristy things that have been uh in astoria for a long time but i always just think of it more of an as more of an industry town
2: sure um and because that's what it is do do you think your perspective is shared by a lot of tourists or do you think they just go oh this place is so quaint look how this is i'm gonna buy this tchotchke
0: See, I, part of the reason why I love the story so much is that it's still like a good union town. Mm. There's that too. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, we still wanted the, to go to that cafe, didn't we? We've gone there a lot now. Labor oh, the Temple, oh, right? Labor Red? Temple yeah. Diner? Oh, it's yeah. everything you imagine, Cable. God damn yeah. it. We'll go. Well,
1: yeah, we'll go again. All right. Um, definitely. Yeah, again, like the, the union stuff is strong there. Um, and a lot of places are very towny Mm hangouts but also year after year you're seeing a lot more uh cute little shops Mm -hmm. and uh you know just stuff to do you know places to spend money uh that are typical for touristy places Mm -hmm. um and and we also we have we all have, uh, like, a, like, a short list or medium list of places that we always like to hit up anytime we're there. Uh, and, and every year, those places, like, move around to different locations. <laughs> they do, yeah. And, um, a lot of or they're turnover. expanding. The, the Astoria Underground, uh, there's, there's some spaces that are both growing and changing every time we go. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely in a transitional phase, I guess you could say, and and maybe maybe Fort George, uh, you know, beer festi- festival is also in a transition period. But uh, there you have it.
0: But it was still fun. But I did I I didn't have as much fun as I have in the past, and I I don't want to sound like I'm being a like a
2: you know grumpy Gus about it mm-hmm. or whatever. I still had a good time. But it if it cannot handle. Um... Constructive criticism from people who have been going for a long period of time and have as much time invested in it, maybe not as much as the people who put it on, mm-hmm. but from a customer perspective, have a lot of time invested in it. If they can't listen to that and go, oh, I, I see this point, then it's not going to stand up anyway.
0: And I so, feel like they actually would if someone were yeah. to, I feel like they would, um, but yeah, like being said, a lot of them were the breweries are just kind of phoning it in. Especially looking at you, shoots. There's nothing fancy about mixing two different years of the abyss and calling it something <laughs> else. I can go to your fucking tap room off of Burnside and do that and not spend $100 to get in.
1: There were definitely some beers where I was like, oh, that's going to be amazing. There was one where I'm like, first thing I'm doing and and by the way I'm actually I'm usually really bad about like having a plan and so like I know last year I missed a bunch of different beers that I had been interested in trying because I hadn't planned it out mm-hmm. and so this year um and Ida was the same way which is great because then everyone gets to like cross sample and like, that way if something's only okay you didn't waste a token on it um and even even the ones that were the most i was the most excited about or sounded the you know like they were going to be the most interesting and unique or flavorful were not yeah so i mean yeah 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 taking two blending two other stouts and calling it something new mm, mm. Or, yeah okay great uh but that's i didn't have that one i mean like, I, I don't need to try that i mean like i'll i'll have a sip but i'm not going to spend a token on that because it's not it doesn't sound special. Right. So that's fine. But the but, ones that did sound special and then were kind of not, I was...
2: Yeah. But Astoria is still fun. That sounds disappointing. Yes. Yeah. But the, the town is still cool.
1: Yeah. And that's why, why we thats why we always go for a couple days is to, you know, uh, uh, have time to enjoy everything else that Astoria has to offer.
0: Yeah. Yes. Cool. But yeah, it was fun. I'm Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. It just, it needs some, I wouldn't mind a little, a, a shift again, you know, but other than that, it was fun. Uh, and apparently there's like a really bitchin' like futuristic bar that we completely missed.
1: A futuristic bar? With
0: like, and not like the Gizmos arcade, that's more like a kid's fun center. Yeah. Uh, Sorcy, she posted pictures of it and I'm like, where the fuck is this? And she's like, it's in the story. I'm like, Where? I'll show you guys later yeah it, I can't really do it here <clears throat> but okay. it looked cool it's all bright and neon and stuff um, one day we have to go to the labor pub which is closer to the big bridge mm-hmm. they're the ones that do Sunday meat bingo
1: <laughs> right yeah. uh, we did talk about that you
0: buy uh, a quarter per sheet and then depending on the round of bingo you can win bacon or you win ground pork or package of chicken thighs or I don't know, it's meat bingo. And they're old vintage, like, you know, the bingo sheets where you just block it off? Yeah. Uh, From, like, it says, like, 1935 Eagles Lodge. Like, dang. Fascinating. It was. And we stayed at a converted YMCA, which was pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that that was was sweet. Anyway, that was it. Cool. There you go. Oh, my gosh. We're getting close to time, too. Yeah.
2: Well,. That means it's present time. It's presents time. I have one that I'm just going to pass right over.
0: Uh, I'm going to bring up Zoom so I can see when I'm holding something up <laughs> to the camera. Do
2: I open a little baggie first? Or does um, it matter? Open a little baggie second. Because oh. the little baggie is an accessory to the large gold package. Okay. <laughs> Did that sound salacious? I didn't mean for it to sound salacious. It's all right. I sort of meant it. it sounds salacious.
0: Oh, shit. I forgot about this.
2: Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> Yay. Yay. Mm. Yeah, the Mexican urban fantasy role-playing game with powered by the apocalypse. Mm-hmm.
1: Nice.
3: Hey,
0: one of your relatives wrote it. I know that's not true, but...
1: <laughs> I mean... I
0: mean, who? Kn- yeah. Somewhere,
1: somewhere down the line...
0: Ooh, I'm excited for this. Wait, what? Did I see? Oh, yeah.
1: What?
0: There's home base is, is a cantina or a carniceria <laughs> or a taco truck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your chancaro is a taco truck and you move around the city selling the angels you hunt as... Ta- Damn, I got to read this more later. Whoa. This sounds fucking cool. Thank you. I... I we did, talked
2: about it once, didn't we, as a Kickstarter? We did. Uh, I talked. I found it last year and brought it up, and then everyone forgot about it, and I just silently tucked it away as one of those things. And it
0: came with dice.
2: Is that? Yeah. Oh, it was the jaguar dice? Jaguar dice. Ooh, to
0: go with my jaguar sticker.
2: Cables on theme. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. To, to be fair, the Jaguar sticker. I was looking at stickers, and Merrick is the one that went. Mm, that's Aron. That one. Mm-hmm. Ar- Aron wants that one. Do you see Jaguars are getting back into North America? They're spotting more and more of them.
0: Good. Yeah. Will they start eating billionaires. If only. That'd be sweet. Um, the report was like, if you see one or two males, that's not that weird, because they're they're solitary, and apparently the. The hunting range of a male jaguar is like fucking four five hundred miles. Okay. They're like, but we're seeing females now. They do not roam. Oh, they kind of uh. lock in to raise the bebes. And they're like, we're spotting females, like in the southwestern states. They're like, they're coming. They're coming back. Good. And this one's this one's from Denise.
1: Yeah. But hey, yeah,
0: I was about to say this. Oh. It's Bator. <laughs> oh, Lursa and Bator. You gave me such conflicting feelings as a kid.
2: Like, evil and weird looking, but boob window. You know? I, I had more of a thing for Bator than I did for Lursa. Yeah.
1: Is that the sister?
2: They're both sisters. It's because.
1: Her sister.
2: Yes. I, yes. I, knew, I
1: knew that there were two, but I could only get my hands on this one
2: Lursa and Bator. Lursa was the older. Yes, Bator was the the hot, cute one. Yeah, that's right. The hot, younger one. The
0: yes. I'm. T- there was no. One.
2: Where do you keep finding these things?
1: I'll never tell. Do you need a knife?
2: I mean, she did. My she knife. told me, and I'll never tell.
1: <laughs> no, cable. You'll take that to your grave.
0: And I'm then, a witch. We'll have, and then we'll have a picnic on it. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Boom. Call back. Okay, this. Well, wait. Okay. I was like, don't cut myself with the kitty Please like, do
1: not cut yourself. What grave?
0: I'm a witch. Thank <laughs> okay. you. There it is, see? Enterprise. Oh, nope. There still need eight. it. There are more. Man. It's a long road getting this open. But when I cut this one open. There was only three. There four. And um, now, you know what? My time is finally here. Ooh, thank you. Yay. Yay. This will go in my super nerdy Star Trek display. My glass Which one there. is it? Let's see. It's the Enterprise.
1: Which Enterprise?
0: The original Enterprise. No bloody A, B, C, uh-huh. or D. Okay. Cool. I, are you trying to trick me? No. Oh.
1: <laughs> no, I just like, you know I don't know ships.
0: Nope. Oh. I went in defensive mode. I was like, wait a minute, is this like some fucking. Is this like ISS Enterprise and you're trying to fool me? Oh,
1: that would have been sweet.
0: It wouldn't have fooled me. Thank you. You're welcome. Yay. Oh, the Hamilton collection. <laughs> you can't eat
2: off these, can you? It is not recommended. Okay. What about something cold? It is not recommended.
0: Let me see.
2: No, it's mine now. No, it is it, it is why it's called a decorative plate.
0: Well, I, OK. I was going to be like, well, I will use decorative food. But you're not supposed to eat that either. So no, you're not. <laughs> it's good.
2: usually made out of paraffin wax <laughs> Because
1: or the resin. metallic pigments necessary to create this fine art reproduction may be poisonous, this decorative work of art is not for food use.
2: It does say may be poisonous. <laughs> It doesn't say definitely is poisonous. Yeah, look, you
0: take
1: you, can, your, you take your life in your own hands. You done. take your
2: plate and eat from it. Look, you can eat anything once. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and then you have
1: the facts of life.
2: The facts of life. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it right. Mm-hmm.
1: I've never. Thank you, I've never you guys. Happy birthday.
0: Thanks. Yeah. The way you say it, I always want to go. There goes Christmas.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you um this is awesome how many of this year 48 all right you're getting there yep <laughs> just had to run all the things in my head and then i powered through it we're good okay okay uh i was gonna say something else and it's gonna oh no show next week right no Please. show this week no show next week next right. week
1: because you will be at the happiest place on earth
0: that's right I will be there celebrating my birthday in Disneyland.
1: Yeah, very exciting.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna try to get into fucking Blue Bayou, but it's almost impossible now, even Is on it? my own. Really? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, either that or Uga's Cantina. I just, I'll probably do it. when you're by yourself. It's easier.
2: I thought he, all you had to do was sing the song, <laughs> and you can get. I'm going back someday, come what may, to Blue Bayou. Linda Ronstadt. 80s? No, nothing. No, nope. Okay, cool. I, I am all alone.
0: No, I was too busy wishing I could collect Pizza Hut stamps. <laughs> <laughs> Call back three. Good job.
1: Um, Revenge have, of the Hut. I don't know. Have you have you ever been whoa, to the whoa, Blue Bayou?
0: Whoa. Oh yeah, many okay. times. Okay. Um, <laughs> my first time I ever ate in the Blue Bayou was uh, my honeymoon. Huh. Hmm. But oh. that wasn't the last time. But the first time I ever was able, because my parents would never want to go to it, ever. Right? They're like, you can't get in, and it's a rip off. And I can enjoy it, but also realize that for what you pay, there's far better food options in the park than at the Blue Bayou. And
1: that's why I was asking because I I have <laughs> been in there, and it's not bad, but it's not. It's not fine dining, but it is fine dining prices.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. It's mainly because when you grow up and you spend a lot of time in Disneyland visiting your family, Southern California, when you're on the Pirates ride and you scoot past them, you're like, and you're a little kid, you're like, holy shit, there's a restaurant in a ride. (laughs) That was the, that was it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, I I will say Uga's Cantina is, is totally fun. I mean you got to be a Star Wars nerd I get. No, you actually don't even have to. Like Jen was never really into Star Wars and, you know, she got into Uga's Cantina. Mm. It was fun. Hmm. Um, nothing's ever going to top the second time I was there and there was somebody in a TOS engineer uniform. <laughs> just And
1: they let them in like
0: that? <laughs> he walked around confused. It was great. And I just walked up to him and I said "Transwarp accident." And he's like, "Ugh, I'm never do I'm never signing up for this again. I don't care what Scotty offers me." i gotta get home i'm like and i i think i said something like yeah the bummer about this universe there's no polarity reversal in the star wars universe he's like i know and what the fuck is a hydro spanner (laughs) i hope he stayed in character the whole time he was at galaxy's edge like i really hope he did
1: good for that guy yeah uh no but what i was asking is the park the park let him in like that
0: yeah they don't own Star Trek, so they don't care if he's dressed as a Star Trek character.
1: Yeah, but it's, I don't know. It seems like a weird, I feel like they would have a weird rule about it. I don't know. Obviously not. No. And good for that guy.
0: No, they don't. You just can't dress up, you can't dress up like a Disney character because they don't want guests thinking you work for the park. Yep. For very obvious legal reasons, right? It's not—it's not them being paranoid. It's like, no, no, we don't want you dressed as Snow White and going up to children. Sure,
3: right? We no,
0: have our that. Snow White for that. They—they
2: mm-hmm. they do have like Disney bound. There's a certain amount of dressing up you can do. Mm-hmm. It's called Disney bound. Disney bound. It's called Disney
0: bounding when you Disney dress bounding. similarly to a character, like in the colors or vague outline of
2: them. What about any sort of cosplay where you're just playing? Like, especially if you're going to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um,
0: Can you
2: dress in Jedi robes without yes, being... Yes, because they sell them. Okay.
0: But they actually will... Like, if they catch you doing, like, lightsaber shit, they'll be like, you need to knock it off. Sure. Um, But, y- yes. Mainly because there's very specific clothing that the cast members wear in Galaxy's Edge. Um and that like you couldn't show up dressed as Rey. Yeah. They'd ask you to change it. You couldn't show up as like and it's weird because it's era specific. So you could show you could probably show up dressed as anything pre the sequels. Well, okay. but without a full mask. It's it's the rules are weird. Yeah. Like there is no Darth Vader in Galaxy's Edge. There's not. There's no Han Solo, there's no Princess Leia. Galaxy's Edge is the ma- now the Mandalorian up until Rise of Skywalker. That's oh. the era of Galaxy's Edge. Interesting. Um yeah, it's weird. Tomorrowland is where you can find Vader. The only the only one who exists in both is Chewbacca. He exists mm. in both. Uh, and you couldn't go as Chewbacca. You could never have your face covered even on Halloween nights where you're it's a separate ticket, right. and you come
2: in costume, you still not kind of have your face covered. That I think that's a, a general safety thing for all theme parks. Like even like mm-hmm. Haunts I've gone to, they're like unless you're a monster, do not have your face covered. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Um, I I think like at Universal Studios you can't you can't go in costume. You definitely aren't supposed to do any Halloween style costume. Yeah. Uh, it is funny when you're in California Adventure and you go to the Avengers campus, if you're
0: wearing any DC swag. Um. Like the in character, like the best one, the one who will usually give you the most crap is like Thor. Who's that? Like if you have, if you have like Superman on your shirt, like they'll, they're like, I don't know what that is. Like Superman, never heard of him.
2: <laughs> Sounds like a wimp. You know, <laughs> they'll, they'll have fun with you with that, you know. Mm-hmm. I am unfamiliar with this Superman. Mm mm-hmm. um, uh,
1: Bex says that uh, Captain Phasma is also at both. And yes, that uh, she they is. saw her in Galaxy's Edge, but met her in Tomorrowland, which brings me back to a question that I had. I thought Tomorrowland had been replaced with Galaxy's Edge. No,
0: Galaxy's Edge is an entire new area that they built. Okay. They a- they took over part of Frontierland
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then expanded out. Okay that's always Disneyland's biggest problem is there's just not as much space as there is in Orlando, like physical space. Hmm. Like they basically, every time they do a big expansion, they like, well, they move into their own parking lot. They'll take over whole sections of their parking lot. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, galaxy's edge, like they paid to have roads rerouted. They bought hotels to knock them down. Mm. Um, I knew a guy, I heard of a guy who had the coolest fucking job when they were building galaxy's edge. His entire job was to shoot net guns at drones at people trying to film at night. The building of galaxies. His job was to shoot down drones with nets. Right. I'm like, that's fucking cool.
2: That That is pretty that cool. That is a cool job, huh? Yeah. That's pretty sweet. I
0: like that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it's fun. I do want to go again. I want Next I want to go, I want to bring friends. But mm-hmm. this one I need to do to make sure that I can still enjoy Disneyland, which sounds super dramatic, but... That's fair. Partially true. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And the Haunted Mansion will be open next time because it won't be open this time. But that's okay. I'll
1: survive. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Oh, you okay. will survive.
0: Yeah. And I want to go back when the new Splash Mountain opens because mm. that's next year too.
1: Do you have a second favorite ride uh, since, <laughs> since there is no Haunted Mansion this year?
0: Um, man, I go back and, like I really like Pirates, mm-hmm. but um, it's probably. It's probably Space Mountain is my second one. Because um, just visually, it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like, depending on the time of year you go, it's either Hyperspace Mountain, which is super dorky and great because it's the John Williams music, it's Admiral Akbar telling you it's a trap, and you hear like Red Five. T-! Like, you hear the banter of X Wing pilots mm-hmm. as you're avoiding TIE fighters and shit. And, and part of that was because the first time I experienced Hyperspace Mountain was when Ryan and I went. And we sat behind, you know, because it's front to back on the Space Mountain one. And we're just, like, behind me, I hear I can't shake him. I'm like, I got you, Biggs. I can't shake him. Like, we're just nerding out. The whole, shocking. Ryan and I are nerding out over Star Wars shit.
2: (laughs) I I am shocked by this.
0: Yeah. Um, Thunder Mountain's back up there. Ever since they gave it the upgrade, they added, like, dynamite and shit. So it's still the rootin' tootin' is wide in the west.
1: (laughs) How about you, Cable?
2: my favorite disneyland ride yeah i haven't been to disneyland since i was a child
1: that's okay you can still have a favorite
2: and remember very little of it i i'm yeah like i don't have i don't have one Mm. sorry i'll take you i've actually been told i would be a very good tour guide at disneyland like a private tour guide uh we should all go okay let's do it Well, Mm. we are trying to plan something for October. Right. Mansion still won't be open by then. Not that that's a factor. That's fine. Right. But we we have to actually talk about which ones we want to hit. Let's talk about it next week. Yeah. Since we're not doing a show. Well, yeah. I won't be here, but
0: we can talk when I get whatever. Sure, sure. What we do have to save up for Mm. in about a year or so Mm. is, I hate to say it, we do have to go to Orlando. Because Universal is opening that massive new park. And one of them is the Universal Monsters Land. An entire park. In black and white, Universal Monsters. Like, they're expanding Wizarding World, then they are just got generic Universal movies. But one is a dedicated
2: horror land. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to have to sit on that one. Because, I know, because Florida. I I have have you done that flight? No, but I've done very long flights. Yeah. The f-
1: the flight is the thing that is holding like you. I've up?
2: flown to Tokyo. I, I I've flown to Japan. I've flown to yeah. Europe. It's there's something about having <laughs> to fly from Oregon to Florida that just pisses me off. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Does it come from because you go from air that you can't chew to air that is chewing and? I actually like. Th- the humidity of Florida. Ew. Ew. <laughs> I'm... Oh,
1: well, that doesn't. That's not fair. You don't have any hair on your head.
2: I I have hair elsewhere.
1: <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope.
0: Not you, saying
2: it. Yep. You're not going to think about that.
0: Fighting um, the frizzies
2: tonight at eleven. <laughs> um. Call back. But I I just. I, I expected to hate it and I got off the plane walked out of the airport and went huh wait why don't I hate this oh that I don't I don't I like went on a walk so what was it then it, it's just flying from here to there there's just something annoying about that flight but okay I know I it, it makes no sense okay like I've flown over the Arctic Circle from uh Europe to get back yeah, to the states. Same, like that's the way you go. Yeah. At least from the west coast. Yeah, there there's something there is a negative something that is attached to is it the because times, your body knows we're going to Florida. It could be. Like I've been I like I've made that flight twice. Yeah. Flown to flown to Florida and then wait. Did I Yeah, I flew to Florida Oh, it could be the effect that the the association is that um, Hurricane Katrina had um, hit Miami about 36 hours before I got there. Uh, <laughs> so it was a oh. it was a mess.
0: Aren't aren't Sarah and Chris cursed every time they go to Disney World? They bring they bring hurricanes with them. Or is it just the time of year they go? I think they just go during yeah. hurricane season,
1: and it's it's something for work.
0: Oh right. So I it's mean, not my like ass. They
1: choose that time of year. My ass
0: ain't going to Orlando during the summer. I'll risk hurricane season to not be there in the summer. Yeah, I was there in and
2: September, it's,
0: and it's not like Vegas in the summer where you do spend most of the time indoors. You spend a lot of time outside at any theme park, and it's gross. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah, no, I would <clears throat> I would much prefer not to go anywhere south of well here yeah outside of the fall and winter
0: yes i would agree
1: the like the only exception that i've made in recent years was uh when we went to go scatter my grandmother's ashes and it was it it was planned for august i i almost died
0: right
2: well norm's getting weird so we should wrap up the show (laughs) That's the marker of when we should wrap up. Norm is getting weird.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, technically, this is my fault. But I'm still saying no, Norm. What is that? Do not. What's what,
0: what? Modin's Convo?
1: Modin's. From Letterkenny.
0: Oh, right. We are talking oh. about
1: the hair and Oh, okay. Yeah, no,
0: no, no. And we're no. not
1: doing it, Norm.
0: Even if you were dressed like a skids
2: over the weekend. Yep i went to florida once it was august zero out of 10 stars do not recommend yeah that's that's fair mm-hmm. uh
1: really just avoid the entire gulf coast between you know outside of november through i was saying like, i'll go november that's what I'm saying. outside of november through february it's but that's it hurricane season right i don't know
2: whatever
0: well you know you do what you can
2: yeah, I think I went in 2005 and then again in 2007. Yeah, that's when I did
0: Anyway, the Universal. Yeah, Universal Monst- Monsters, Monster Park. Yeah, that might
2: get me down to Florida. Yeah,
0: but I do want to try to pull off Halloween in SoCal.
2: Oh yeah,
0: yeah that's a conversation we got to have for later. Yep.
2: Yes.
1: All right. Well, that's for enough reels
0: with that. Mm-hmm. Uh. I. Oh, and then the week I'm back. No, I want to tease it ahead of time. And our first show in March is going to be Jen with Shebrew. Oh good.
1: Shebrew. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, I want to like just let people know I'm not starting with the conversation.
1: Oh yeah. So, don't forget about us uh over the course of the next 14 days. Yeah. And maybe I'll live Come stream back. while
0: I'm there just for fun. Don't. Why you not? Yeah. Forget about me. Me. Don't. Don't. I'm around.
1: I'm Bina Rita.
0: And I'm Cable Hush Tommy. We will talk to your buddy in 2 weeks. True Weeks. Yeah, don't... <laughs>